butter a carb? I don't understand the question, and I won't respond to it. Is butter a carb? Is butter a carb? Is butter a carb? Is butter a carb? You're listening to KXRY Portland at 91.1 and 107.1 FM and KXRWLP Vancouver at 99.9 FM, streaming online everywhere at xray.fm. Just got to take a breath. That's quite the mouthful now. I I am DJ Mommy Miami. I'm DJ Megan Hattie. And this is... Is Butter a Carb? On X-Ray FM. I was getting a joke about a 99 FM Vancouver on the wall, but now I'm glad, glad I did. Um, this is our show. Uh, it's our baby. It might be the only child I ever have, so mm-hmm. trying to enjoy it while I can. Yeah, uh, I f- I'm feeling more and more that way um, <laughs> as of recently. Uh, I feel you. I work with children, and this week has just been a little, a little trying on on my soul. And um, and by children, I mean like tweens. So it's a special kind of uh, difficult I haven't had to really encounter yet. I also got a baby who is a cat, um, and you know, again, my my patience has just been really uh, challenged this week. It's a little test run for uh, motherhood. I, I guess so. Single motherhood. Sorry. Oh, sorry I mean, for the reminder. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's hopefully that's not something, but I mean it might be, it might be in my cards. Statistics lean almost in, in favor. It's pretty split, right? Still, yeah, at least about marriages. I would want shared custody. I think. Yeah, I mean honestly, d- like equal, half a half. Yeah, shared not custody? just weekends. I want my well. That way, I would get my weekends. Well, you do, uh, you do like three days and then like two days and then weekend splits or something. I don't know. Yeah. People like switch weekends. So sometimes you have the whole weekend off. Ooh, get kind of creative with it. Yeah. I uh, don't know. Kind of best case scenario in some, some situations, I'd say. This is kind of interesting. If you, you have a dream custodial arrangement, is it custodial or custodial? Custodial. <laughs> well, I don't know, actually. Is it custodian, custodian? <laughs> janitor? So, wait custody yeah custody arrangement yeah um share it with us at 971-220-KXRY sure why not um <laughs> i'm feeling a little bit uh grumpy and weird to, to start off the show today um so i do want to jump into songs when we have a moment uh mm-hmm. there's this one song that is just very near and dear to my heart um and you know, because because the the children have been so so trying on me today, um, I kind of want to jump us off with that, and then we can talk a little bit more in detail about what but body related things we talked about with the children today, because this is is butter carb and for the month of March, the questions that we'll be answering from all you audience members or listeners have to do with bodies, the mm-hmm. human body, bodies mm-hmm. of water bodies of literature the body of christ amen (laughs) uh anyhow but uh yeah let's just get it get him kicked off with a little bit of um tupac tupac shakur so we'll start this show off hopefully on the right foot (laughs) 
say the black of the better, the sweet of the juice. I say the dark of the flesh and the deep of the roots. I give a holler to my sisters on welfare. Tupac kids, if don't nobody else care. And uh, I know they like to beat you down a lot. And when you come around the block, brothers clown a lot. But please don't cry, dry your eyes, never let up. Forgive, but don't forget, girl, keep your head up. And when he tells you you ain't nothing, don't believe him. And if you can't learn to love you, you should leave. Cause sister, you don't need And I ain't trying to gash up I just call them how I see You know what makes me unhappy that When brothers make babies And leave a young mother to be a pastor And since we all came from a woman Got our name from a woman And I came from a woman I wonder why we take from our women Why we rape our women Do we hate our women I think it's time to kill for our women Time to heal our women Be real to our women and if we don't, we'll have a race of babies That will hate the ladies that make the babies And since a man can't make one He has no right to tell a woman when and where to create one So will the real men get up? I know you're fed up, ladies But keep your head up Getting older and older and cold from having the world on the shoulders. 
kids are driving bins I'm still trying to hold on to surviving friends And it's crazy, it seems they'll never let up Hey, X-Ray FM, where radio is yours. Oh, hey, Megan Hattie. How's it going over there? Hey, did you mama Miami? Oh, what's this song we hear in the background? This sounds like Atomic Bomb by William on Yabor. I love this. Yeah. Um, Rest in peace. I've been finding some, some really cool, mostly instrumental tracks and um, decided that we should up our production sounds and include them when possible. I agree. This is nice. Yeah. Well, so to continue off of what we were just talking about, I've been having a hard day today. And part of that has to do with the children that I watch. I uh, watch a teenage girl, and so like half the time we're having conversations and it's it's me just being like, hello, and then her not responding because she's like texting. And then... Other times, um, she'll be, you know, not very nice and, and be really sassy. And um, today was, was one of those days. It started off with it with a sassy conversation, and I was just like, okay, I won't share a, in your struggles of keeping rumors and secrets actually secret. I'll just, you know, drive you around to your practice, fine. But in the car, she decided to open up to me, and I was like, all right, good. I have to put my own annoyance at being treated like the help today so that I can be there for you as an adult figure in your life and she asked she was talking to me about um we're talking about shorts so we're like stoked on the weather because it's so nice and sunny out today and how we were we're looking forward to wearing our shorts (laughs) and um then it basically came up where she was like oh yeah um I used to like to show my belly with like, you know, regular shorts, but now I wear high-waisted shorts because when you show your belly, when you're wearing a midriff or crop top, sorry, they're called crop tops only, not midriffs, <laughs> that's, that's old school, but she was like, uh, it's, you know, now that I'm in middle school, if you show your belly, it's slutty. You're a slut if you wear that. And I was like, whoa. And um, I was really trying to milk the fact that we were having good rapport because it's so rare these days. Mm-hmm. But I also was like, how do I carefully tell this girl she's being problematic or but not even Mm -hmm. problematic but try to help her understand in the ways that um that might not be like something that she wants to perpetuate yeah yeah i mean if she were able to think i don't know she's entering her she's 12 right yeah she's like you know when i think about myself at that age i think i was absolutely that way yeah towards i mean not in terms of like talking calling girls sluts like i i don't think i ever would feel comfortable using that language or like thinking of people that way but like maybe in my brain there was parts of that influence that had seeped in you know yeah and it's tough it's like yeah i mean i think you should definitely talk to her about it at another time if she ever does open up to you again just because like i was saying we talked about this in the car that you're like the coolest nanny ever like you're a cool person and the fact that she can be that way to you it just shows that, you know, that's how teens, preteens are, you know. Well, I did I did try to kind of like, I mean, I, when I was that age, I definitely, I mean, I said slut and like the worst things, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I see that. 
and I guess part of me cringes because I'm like, maybe if some person like me would have been there to, you know, talk sense into me. Mm-hmm. And I'm also speaking from the place of like, I was like a very mean girl when I was little. And I, I still feel really bad about it. Mm-hmm. And um, so in that t- moment, I was kind of like, yeah, um, girls should be able to wear whatever they want to wear, though. And she was like, oh, yeah, there's no dress code here. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, the conversation then veered and I was like, oh, that's really cool. She's like, yeah, there used to be a dress code, but then people got mad because it was sexist. And I was Mm -hmm. like, "Okay, well, this isn't exactly the conversation I wanted to have, but it's on a good Mm -hmm. route anyway. So I was like, for sure, like, and I didn't know how to like be like, yeah, it's like so it's so inappropriate. What I wanted to say, it's so inappropriate that like schools will sexualize bodies of young women, Mm -hmm. young girls. I mean, girls, straight up girls. but I was like, that's a weird thing to say. Not weird, mm-hmm. it's just like adult language to use. Yeah, because she is part of that. She's that age that is being sexualized. Right, and to s- use the word sexualization with a kid, yeah. that's, they wouldn't, I don't think, necessarily understand what I mean by that. Um, maybe they would. Anyways, uh, but yeah, so I was basically like, oh, for sure, like, it's weird. <laughs> and <laughs> basically, instead of saying, like, it's, it's inappropriate or whatever, I was just like, yeah, yeah. it's like, it's weird that, you know, people would would say it's distracting or something when people just have bodies and this Mm -hmm. is how they exist and yeah and then i used an example too when i was 10 years old i got sent home and i was super embarrassed about it Mm -hmm. like we had never had a dress code and then we did Mm -hmm. but i got in trouble because i was wearing a spaghetti strap dress on picture day yeah they sent you home yeah like to change or yeah yeah but my mom had to leave her job jeez and it was like, she was just like, what? Like, I picked out that dress. You know, it was just like all around very embarrassing and mm-hmm. re- really weird. Cause I remember being like, oh, what? My, is this when like. You were 10? Yes. So I remember like, like being very weirded out by my own body and feeling like, oh, I guess I'm supposed to feel weird about this if this is a rule. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I remember last year, it seemed like there was sort of a wave of high school girls standing up to dress codes and like, For I can't sure. remember exactly what it, I think. They like a lot of girls wore crop tops in protest, and that was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but uh, if you have any stories about your experiences with dress codes, or uh, you know, with your body and how you've navigated that, working with kids or with your own self, actually, you can always text oh, cool. us at nine seven one two two zero K X R Y. And it sounds like we might have got a caller that we're going to potentially try to air. So um, we'll we'll do that. If you wanted to, like I said, chime in, though, in the meantime, you can still get text while we figure out how to put that person on air. But uh, the number to text us is 971-220-5979. Should we try to put this person on? They would like to have a little pre-interview. Oh. Off air. All right. And then perhaps wear them. Okay. So maybe we can play a song in yeah. the meantime. Sounds good. Um, I might go ahead and play a fun one that goes out to my mom today. Um, it's her birthday. Happy and, birthday. Uh, happy birthday, Kath. She's totally listening. Aww. It's funny because um, she, she maybe she, I don't think any of her friends are listening to this, but she told me yesterday not to post on her Facebook wall because she doesn't want anybody she's hidden her birthday from facebook she doesn't want anyone to post on it that's not sincere oh well i'm gonna go post it. <laughs> no, no. no don't I'll, I'll send her a, a text message yeah that's more personal and yeah. she's like i hate when people like it's like if I know you care weird. you should you know already know it's my birthday without looking at facebook well that's i mean yeah i should i wish i did 
But yeah. also, also slender tax. It's one of my favorite pastimes is to text yeah. moms. I yeah. mean, my friends' moms <laughs> and stuff, you know. Anyways. Yeah. All right. So here's uh, Stacy's mom by Fountains of Wayne. Love you, mom. You've got it going on.
from X-Ray FM comes from our members and Ray's Ragtime Hollywood. Since 1986, Ray's Ragtime has been a source for costumes, vintage apparel, costume jewelry, and men's and women's accessories from every era. More information can be found on their Facebook page or at their new location on 40th and Sandy, across from the Hollywood Theater. You're listening to This Buttercard, an advice and music show by Megan Hanny and DJ Mommy Miami on X-Ray FM. To get advice of your own, leave us a voicemail at 9373-HELP-US. That's 9373-HELP-US. Thanks for tuning in. And we're back. Sorry for the slight delay. Uh, let's get him caught up on what we just heard. Oh, we just heard Michelle Blades with How Many Shadows Do I Lay On? And she's a lovely friend of mine. And before that was Founds of Wayne, Obvi. Obvi. And I picked another nice little uh, instrumental track here for, for y'all. Um, it's a... Uh, called Hung Up On My Baby by Isaac Hayes. Yeah, and we just got a nice phone call from a mother of two who told us, told us about the importance of keeping your inner child and their spirit alive in you while being a parent or working with kids, which I think was is really good advice to kind of remember. And I definitely try to do that. I work at I work at a school and 
it's really fascinating to work with the kids most and like fun most of the time because I like to imagine like how was I in preschool like what would I've been doing like who in this class is most similar to me when I was little you know do you ever think about that Mm, not really but I do like to the idea of thinking about that now I I actually um (laughs) have thought that though when I'm working with the the teens and tweens <laughs> yeah. now and I'm like mom did I ever say this specific thing to you <laughs> and she's like no and I'm like okay it's yeah like, it's been a little hard but no yeah I, I definitely like working with kids it's just been a challenge too because normally you know I'm I'm working I'd been working with like three to six year olds and um they're they're a lot older now yeah and you've so you've worked with like teens and younger kids and this is the first time you're working with tweens well, I barely worked with teens, actually. Oh, I worked okay. with teens in the capacity of zine workshops a few times. Right. So but those are the cool teens. Yeah. Well, it's also very different because it's yeah. like, a, you know, here's an hour. We're doing this specific thing. Mm-hmm. And they're we're there for that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, keep your head up. Thanks. As Tupac would say. Thank you. Thank you. Should, should we As get you've to told some? me that Tupac says. Right. I love Tupac. <laughs> so it's never um, a wrong time to quote him. You know, his biopic's coming out, too. Oh, yeah, right. On his birthday. Which is when? June 14th, I think. <laughs> June, June 16th. I think it's June 16th, actually. Yeah, I'm pretty sure because there's all that, like, Illuminati. Or not Illuminati. But, like, the Tupac, um, like, seven-day theory, mm-hmm. you know, conspiracy stuff, I maybe. don't, but... Well, you know, I'll it's... Look up, I'll look it up. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's basically, like, the number seven it shows a lot of prominence in the life of Tupac. Mm-hmm. And it all, yeah, it's June it's June 16th. I just looked it up. But it's, um, you know, it all has to do with how he's living on an island in Cuba or something. Mm-hmm. Um, well, still alive. And he, we know because he, he refers to himself as Machiavelli. And Machiavelli wow. was someone who faked his death. Mm-hmm. And then something to do with the number seven. I don't know. If you, if you know more about Machiavelli and, and uh, how Tupac's still alive... Or have something to say <laughs> about this truth, feel free to text us at 971-220-KXRY. That's 971-220-5979. And again, this is the show called Is Butter a Carb, where we answer questions and play music for you. That we do. We're going to hop into some voice messages, perhaps, that that we uh, we might have uh, got or left for ourselves. <laughs> You tell um, us. Yeah. Uh, but also, if you have any questions you'd like to ask us, you can go ahead and text us any of those right now. Preferably about bodies. Yeah. Please. Please. <laughs> uh, but, you know, you can get loose with that. Bodies of water again. Bodies of literature. Body of Christ. Amen. Amen. <laughs> yeah, we it's have pronounced Amen. Amen. <laughs> we got about 30 more minutes, though, so get those texts in if you want us to give you wisdom yeah that's 971-220-5979 here in the studio looks like we got another call oh boy <laughs> x-ray fm so well, what i'm gonna do is i'm yeah. gonna go ahead and uh i'm gonna read one of the questions um, that, which, what song? that we got um we got oh, stacy's mom is that the only one an email a while ago and uh the question is will you color your hair if or when it turns gray um we did get a similar question like this uh of maybe like a month or two maybe like two months ago uh it's a it's a great question um and 
If you ever want to send us an email, you can do that by emailing us at isbutteracarbpdx at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook. Just search as Butter a Carb question mark and we'll come up. But uh, me personally, I don't, you know, I'm always confused on if my family, uh, I guess everyone grays at some point. I'm not really sure. Uh, just because my family, it doesn't seem like anybody grays, at least the women, but it might be because <laughs> they're all dyeing their hair. Um, I don't know much about the human body, even though I'm claiming to be an expert now. You have one. I do. So you know a lot. But my, my body's not to the point where it's, it's, it's hair is turning gray, mm-hmm. you know? I put it... it Um, what, what about my hair's not turning gray like? either, but when it does, um, I don't know. I like to think that I'll dye it, but like a fun color, like I love ladies seeing like, there are lots of ladies in Paris, like old ladies with like bright pink hair or like bright red hair. So like it's dyed, but it's like obviously dyed and conveniently does cover up gray but obviously they look old, so it's not like they're trying to mm-hmm. hide from it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I just think I want to keep being an eccentric. Yeah. Till the end. Yeah. I think, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it'll look really eccentric to have jet black hair, though, for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still. Um, but, you know, I, I do like the idea of my hair turning gray and then just taking advantage of it because my hair is black. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's I never have really colored hair because it just kills my hair. I've had it, you know, sometimes some greens, some blues. Yeah, but it's if my hair does turn gray, it's gonna be it's gonna be lit. Yeah, I want to do some some minty situations. Who knows? It'll be cool. Yeah, but I guess the this question's probably more about the transition period where like the gray starts happening and we're like, what do we do? In that case, I'm not gonna cover. I'm not gonna color it to try to c- cover the gray. No. Um, but I hope that my hair turns white instead of gray because I think like my grandma has like white hair and I think it looks really awesome. Well, white hair is pretty cool. Yeah. But you know, luckily I think we're we're <coughs> growing up in the era where like silver hair is really cool. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. It um, is. And salt and pepper. Um, so you know. I don't know. I think we're lucky where we have it easier. Lesson to those societal pressures to pretend our hair is a different color than it really is. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I do know. I definitely know. So let's... Oh, I just got a phone call um, from a Fountains of Wayne fan. Oh. Um, They were like... They were mad that I said that uh, (laughs) they only had one song. Because uh, they have seven albums, and apparently they're pretty good. Aww. And he recommended one that was called, like, Something in Business. And I'm saying that be- so I can listen back and remember to listen to that album. Oh, really? Yes. As far as I'm concerned, they have zero songs. But <laughs> apparently they have one, maybe seven albums worth of songs. I guess I'll give it a chance. <laughs> I don't know. Thanks, caller. Yeah. Um, Play a voice message? How do you feel about that? Let's do it. And this is from a caller. Lower the music on here. See if you can guess who left this message. What are your favorite books about body? Thanks. 
What are your favorite books about bodies? I don't know who that was. Yeah, um, I'll just uh, you know repeat the voicemail in case anyone didn't hear that. It said, "What are your favorite books about bodies?" Thanks. <laughs> Bonnie? <laughs> yeah. Google Translate or whatever. Visual voicemail thinks it says about Bonnie's. Thanks? Thanks. <laughs> Question mark. Um, I mean, you know, I'm a little offended. This is just the way my generation talks. You know, everything goes up at the end. And yeah. We can't Google, help it. Yeah. Vo- voice. <laughs> Google, bleh, visual voicemail just needs to cool it on the judgment. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, um big brother i don't know um so when i saw this question the first thing i thought of i was like do i even know like what what song what books would those be i mostly read nonfiction, mm-hmm. and i don't read as much as one should um but i did read a book called autobiography of a face by lucy greeley Hmm. And that was written by, she was a poet, I want to say, and she had a very rare form of cancer as a child and had to have a lot of her face removed. And she writes basically about mostly her childhood and just, you know, knowing that basically her whole childhood that people were going to stare at her and Mm -hmm. how she reacted to it. And it was really moving and tragic story because of how she died later in life. Um, so, yeah, that's one that I... Was that of. the only one that you thought of or just, you know, one's coming to mind right now? That is the one that I thought of earlier. I also, like, it made me think about those period books, like puberty books that I found there that I, like, had as a where I would just like read stuff oh yeah and I would just feel there would be like pictures just to like tell me what was going to happen to my body that I would like read secretly even though my mom got them for me like she knew that I was going to read them but I would pretend that I didn't um because I was afraid of my own sexuality obviously so those are the things that came to mind yeah actually it's funny too because again going back to working with kids very uh, a couple months ago, I was working with this family, and um, they just got, like, really into puberty conversations, <laughs> and were, like, I would, like, read to them at night, and they'd be, like, okay, let's read this book, and it would just be, like, this is your body, this is what a penis is, and this <laughs> is, like, what, this is what sperm looks like, see, they have fun going, and I was just, like, whoa, just, <laughs> all right, cool, guys. Vast deference. Yeah, it was pretty funny, they were just really into it, and I was, like, um, yeah, mom, just, you know, we're, like, having these conversations, and she's, like, mm. oh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember the books were always really vague, like, they wouldn't, you know, mine wouldn't say things explicitly, like, mm-hmm. they would not directly say, like, you can masturbate it feels nice or whatever Mm -hmm. they would just be like sometimes people find it enjoyable to touch themselves blah 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 right it was like what does that mean (laughs) really like (laughs) it's very unclear like is it okay though (laughs) (laughs) tell me if it's okay um so yeah yeah what um let's see so i um ruby cowers book of poetry milk and honey 
was really good. It's about, I mean, it's like about many things, but uh, I really like the way that uh, she talks about um, just like about the human the human body and specifically women's bodies. Um, I read it over over the winter. I was like my my little ritual for a little bit. I'd wake up, drink drink a cup of tea, and um, basically just just read this in the morning and like feel real good about myself and my body. Um, and she does these like really simple line drawings and illustrations that accompany some of her her books or her her poems. And um, there is this one that is I don't remember what it's called. But uh, it's it's that set that type of um, poetry, <laughs> like the poetry that is in a shape. Do you mm-hmm. remember learning about that in school? Oh, no. It's definitely there's like a word for it. A haiku? <laughs> no, haiku is five seven <laughs> no, five. No, I'm kidding. I know what it is. Oh, sorry. Um, but there's this one where it's like a, a woman's like body with her legs open. It says like. Oh, cool. Um, it says something like you've been taught your legs are a pit stop for men and then it talks about like how it's always vacant but no one wants to stay or something mm-hmm. so i found that very very powerful so re- read that um if you would like to not a call to action mm-hmm. but if you're looking for a book about poetry and about bodies that's a good one and then also um because i work at a library and libraries are the best things ever and they give you things for free. I've been taking advantage of uh, audiobooks recently because I also live in the boonies and my commute's pretty far. So like to get to X-Ray, it takes about half an hour when I'm just going straight. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, I need to get into audiobooks because sometimes I just don't feel like listening to the music or mm-hmm. um, sometimes X-Ray is just, you know, I love X-Ray, but um, I just, I forget to listen. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm trying to think of a a good excuse to not listen (laughs) to X-Ray. There are no good excuses. Well, you know, the programming is so diverse that it can appeal to, you know, everyone. But it can't appeal to everyone at once. Let's face it. Okay, okay. That's fair. And um, so anyways, I got got, uh, Between the World and Me by Ta-Nehisi Coates. And I've been really wanting to read that. But I just, it's always like the library has a bunch of holds on it, both at Oregon City where I work and then all of Multnomah County ones they have like long hold lists and so I was like I'm gonna look on audiobooks and it was there mm-hmm. and I actually think it might be better in some ways than the actual book because only because he's actually reading it himself and the format of the book is a it's like a letter to his son um, about what it means to like have a black body and how to how he's like navigated that and come to terms with what that means and just like I was basically just bawling within the first 20 minutes. It was like really <laughs> unexpected just driving from work to my other work. And I just was like in my car, just like weeping. It was Aww. like, oh my God, this is like really, really intense and really powerful. But I really recommend that to folks, especially um, folks who were shocked by the election um, in particular and people who Tony Zikos would call dreamers who like think that they're white and what thinking you're white means and what the repercussions of that are sort Mm -hmm. of um will you repeat the author and title yeah tanahisi is t-a um dash or hyphen (laughs) totally dash nahisi is n-e-h-n-e-h-i nahisi i-s-i yeah nahisi and coates is c-o-a-t-e-s and the book is between the world and me so highly recommend that, but I thought it was relevant to bodies because 
he repeats the just the phrase like my body my body and talks about the fragility of the black body in the u.s specifically and it's really good oh that sounds really good really emotional and um inspired me to start writing a little bit more recently too which is good that's awesome yeah I actually completed a book today and returned it to the library on time for the first time in a long time. Yay. I always return books late. I know, me too. And I work <laughs> at one. I have no <laughs> no excuse. Do you have to pay fines if you work at the library? Yeah. Do they take it out of your check? <laughs> Whoa, no. I don't <laughs> think that's legal. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. I, I, have li- I have fines. Outstanding fines at the moment, actually. <laughs> Cool they though. are outstanding if you got them. <laughs> Thanks. I like to relate to the preachers. I'm like, ha, huh, yeah, fines, I get it. Uh, you fine. But today someone actually was like, um, um, hi, I'm assuming you don't have the power to uh, get rid of these fines. And I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> but I do. <laughs> but the way they word it. Why out. would they word it that way? That's not the way to mm, go. Exactly. You, you should make the person feel powerful well, that you're trying to get to I, And I do have the power, but, you know, I'm just going <laughs> to pretend I don't just because you assume I don't anyways. Why not? Yeah. Um, not knowing that I held all the power. That's <laughs> I felt very, very powerful. That's super funny. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to play a little song if we're ready for some tunage. Yeah, yeah. Man. Uh, we're going to s- kick it off with Jamila Woods black girl soldier um here on x-ray fm this is butter carb stay tuned for the last 15 minutes of our show 15 20 minutes oh yeah i was gonna say 15 that's not enough text 19 is perfect 19 minutes text us at 971-220-kxry 971-220-5979 and oh, I like. It looks actually sorry. Like we got a text and I just hadn't seen it. So yeah, what what is a text? Say? Can you read it, Megan Hattie? Yeah, this we was go on our break. probably in reference to. Um, I don't know. In second grade, frosted tips were all the rage. Oh yeah, definitely. I decided to get some school bus. Sorry. <laughs> in second grade, I'm not going to interject this time. In second grade, frosted tips were all the rage, 2001 to 2002. I decided to get some school bus yellow gel to make my hair spiky and yellow. I wore it to school and bees kept chasing me, mistaking my golden spikes for pollen. <laughs> Love that. Pretty funny. You deserve it. Maybe that was in you reference to the, are you going to color your hair when, <laughs> when, it's, when it's Oh, gray? yeah. Or we were talking about kids a lot. Who knows? That's pretty Both. funny. Nice. Um, awesome. Cool. 2001, if they're in second grade. How old are they? Is that supposed to be a math problem? I know, it's too hard. Um, Texas they the were, answer. no, they were 1993. N- they were born in 1993. Okay. It's the same year as my bro. Well, as your, as your uh, elder. So they're younger than us. That's <laughs> weird. As your elder, I appreciate, um, you know, your two cents. Thanks know. for proving that we're relevant with the youth. Yeah. All right, here's that song.
This is Butter a Carb and Megan Hattie forever. And we're gonna. <laughs> What's your name? Oh, my name is DJ Mommy <laughs> Miami. Uh, everyone wanted to know, so. Um, I just thought my voice was so recognizable at this point that there was no need, but mm-hmm. I guess I will uh, entertain y'all. So we got a text um, 
probably relate to the fact that we've been talking about kids. Um, did you have a business in grade school? Did anyone get inspired to start their own babysitter's club after reading the book? First of all, it was a series of so many books that I read all of. And uh, I did start a detective agency with my brother and our neighbor. Oh, snap. And we made up cases and used walkie-talkies to listen to the police talking on the police channel. On the police blotter? Was that real, though? Did you actually listen to them, or you just pretended to listen to them? I think so. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty cool. I think I had a walkie-talkie, too, or something that, like, would... could tell the police blotter. Or is that what it's called? Blotter? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Did you have a babysitter's club? Um, You know, actually, I never read the books. I didn't actually become a reader, even though I'm a huge nerd and a librarian now. Um, I didn't become a big reader until very recently, like uh, college, I guess, after college, probably. Oh, well. Yeah. I I would be Claudia uh, if I were a babysitter in the babysitter's club. Um, Cross between Claudia and Stacy, I would like to say. But anyway, <laughs> don't know the reference, but cool, cool. But yeah, so, I will be Emily because that's my yeah. name. <laughs> you're kind of you're kind of a Christie, to be honest. Oh, I wish I could <laughs> re- have a rebuttal to that, but I don't. Uh, anyway, such a Tanya. <laughs> Is that anybody? A random white girl name? <laughs> no, they weren't all white. Oh, I don't know. They were just eighty percent white. Oh, okay. <laughs> like Portland, perfect. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, wrap it up here with the last uh, voice message we got. All right, let's do it. What do you think about that? Oh, let's listen. Hey, ladies. I was just wondering, like, would you ever date someone with a face tat? Bye. This is Heather from Beaverton. Wow, Heather from Beaverton. Thank you for the question. Shout out to Beaverton. <laughs> the Tron. Um, I, uh, it's funny that she asked this because just today I was thinking about how I used to have this crush on this guy from uh, the Urban Outfitters catalog. Mm-hmm. What's too loud? Your, your mic is a little loud. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> no offense. W- what else is new? <laughs> um, Urban Outfitters guy. Um, with uh he was like kind of a skater um and he had a neck tattoo of like a dragon and i just thought he was super hot when i was in high school necks don't count as face tats girl uh i mean when you get a face soap it's usually for your face and neck so <laughs> oh so you're you're judging this by uh, what bed bath and beyond would have, <laughs> or no bed bath and body works whatever um yeah no neck tats are different this is a whole different ball game though Okay, I would not. No face tats for me. Oh, I would. I mean, yeah, probably. I don't know. It depends on the face tat, though, let's be honest, you know? Yeah. A small face tat, like, that there's a good reason for? I don't know. A good reason for? <laughs> They're just. <I> don't <laughs> when like is a face them. tat ever a good reason? But, you know, people yeah, make exactly. mistakes. I yeah. Know. What if it was, like, a cute little star? No, not like a. Not like a. I mean, like a little, like. What it this like, like line teardrop? star? No, like a little line star. I don't know. Or yeah, maybe a cute little teardrop. Um, I know if it this wasn't girl who's, who's dating a guy with a teardrop. And whenever I see pictures of them, I'm like, wow, really? 
But, like, does he have a teardrop because he is supposed to have a teardrop? Or does he think it's just, like, a cool thing that rappers do? I have no do? idea. He's not a rapper. I'm going to guess it's the latter. Well, it's not It's not a rapper thing. It's supposed to be, like, if you go to jail, how many people you've killed. Yeah. Or not even necessarily go to jail. It's just, like... How many people you've killed. Yeah. I doubt that... No. Mm, that's unfortunate, then. Yeah. Um. Yeah. One, one time, uh, I made friends with a taxi driver, and he had a little face tat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it said, I think it said like on you. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, I got my eye on you. And I thought that was <laughs> hella funny. <laughs> Wait, it was an eye? Uh, no, it was under his eye. Oh. So it said on you. And I was oh. like, yeah, I got my eye on you. I don't know. Was and it well lit enough? Was it daytime taxi? I was sitting in the front. It was my oh. birthday. Were I don't there know. people in the backseat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, like, was this Uber? I don't know. Why I said. No, it was a taxi. Okay. Real yeah. taxi. Yeah, that's what I was like. I've never sat in the front seat of a real taxi. And one time I made friends with a guy who had a face tat, specifically because he had a face tat. And I was mm-hmm. like, you have something to say to the world. Um, Let's talk. <laughs> His name yeah. was Zach. Face, oh, cool. face tat Zach. Well, that's funny because, like coming up here i'm gonna play a song by zach hill oh. from an album called face tat well perfect maybe it's maybe insane. it's him maybe that was the person who i met i don't know if he has one but i wouldn't be surprised i mean he is a crazy and very cool dude so um shall we yeah this has been his butter carb uh next week i will probably not be here might be over at that tree fort situation in boise I'll be here, though. Yeah, holding it down. With a guest TBA. <gasps> TBC. Well, to be confirmed, but I know who it is. But just can't say anything yet. We have to tune in next week at the same time, 9 to 10 PT, not PST anymore. Why not? Because it's Pacific, like, the it's, a, it's contingent on daylight savings time. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know that. Yep. I just said gosh. Yeah, so uh, just give us a, an email, drop us a line at isbuttercarbpdx or send us a voicemail or text us at that same number, 9373 help us. And next week you can uh, hear your voice on the air or, you know, your words read by Megan Hattie and her secret guest. Yeah, can't wait. Um, here's the tune from Zach Hill, The Primitives Talk, followed by a tune picked out by DJ Mom's Meams. Yep. The Shirelle's irresistible <laughs> you because it's just irresistible to me when someone has a face out apparently. <laughs> All right. Bye guys. Support.
X-Ray FM comes from Cardinal Club, a neighborhood bar and kitchen serving seasonal food and drink from 5 p.m. to midnight Monday through Thursday and 5 p.m. to 2 a.m. on Friday and Saturday. Located between Burnside and Cooch on Northeast 28th, Cardinal Club plays vinyl when they're not streaming X-Ray FM. More information available at cardinalclubportland.com. Your magic hand Makes my heart realize I'm in love, I'm in love, and I know it's true. Cause who could fall for irresistible you? I don't know what you've got, but it's got me, baby. I'm hooked like a fish in the sea. You make angels sing above, make the devil fall in love. Tell me who could fall for irresistible you? Oh, you much too much. There's a wonder of love. 